hey guys i know you got you really really missed us it's been a little over a freaking month since we've done a podcast but we're feeling well enough to come back and since yesterday happened to be world mental health day we figured we would touch on the mental health side that comes with epilepsy that personally i think is worse than the seizures itself um i think yeah. it definitely can be yeah I think it I, depends on the day <laughs> Okay, yeah. I mean, if I had going to status, it's not nearly as bad as me feeling like crap, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, so the I'm number one thing for people to know is that epilepsy can affect your mood. It's been shown over and over, whether it's the meds, the seizures itself, the brain activity, something's going on. And if you feel off, it is not just you. It is no. a lot of people with epilepsy. <laughs> me, me in particular. I'm sure I've ripped a couple of your heads off that's listening to this because... I felt like it and you know what that had to do with epilepsy I'm not gonna lie because 98% of the time I'm in a good mood and I can take a joke and everything's haha and then someone will be like I don't like the color green you used on your post and I'm like <laughs> like that's that's me so um yeah my I blew up rewind um I'm on mood stabilizers for it and I smoke marijuana for it because they spiral into other moods and then I stress out and then I have seizures. So yeah, that's a big one. So if you're having mood swings a lot, um, you're not just a sensitive person, you should probably talk to your doctor about it. Yep. I go to a therapist like um, every two weeks, every three weeks, um, pretty much based on how I'm feeling. And it's really helped my anxiety. Um, but before we get to anxiety, depression is the number one mental health disorder that adults with epilepsy have mentioned yes having, um, reported having i went through a little bit of depression uh, i want to say a couple of years ago i hasn't been really that bad since but it was when i was convinced i had no treatment in in sight for my type of epilepsy and my drug resistant um I was terrified of the fact or the thought of brain surgery, but I mean, now that I did it, it's whatever. But um, I was suicidal. I never had those thoughts before. Like, um, I, I tried to commit suicide and um, glad I failed because it's stupid as hell because that would have hurt my, my family more than me anyway. But um, I, they put me again on mood stabilizers for it. Um, that was also when I went through my lovely battle with my ex and um, that added to it too. So that's something I should probably mention. Your environment and the people you surround yourself with are going to add to your mental health. So yep, if you um, surround yourself with negative people, you're not going to feel that great. If you surround yourself no. with people you can laugh with and who help you feel better on those bad days, then you're generally going to feel better exactly like for, I'll, I'll say for an example of what i just mentioned with my my wonderful criminal of an ex um he used to make me feel like crap about my epilepsy because i couldn't remember something and he'd tell me i was a dumb biatch and all this stuff and i was stupid and this stuff and then you know it killed me it made me think like oh my god i'm awful because of you know what i have going on in my head that i didn't cause and it, you know, like I said, it hurt me and I had to go to therapy for it. The guy I'm with now, when he tells me something, he was like, eh, don't worry, I didn't ruin the movie. He's like, you won't remember it in an hour. And I laugh 
because it's funny but he's not making me like oh okay yeah you won't remember it anyways because you're stupid you know there's a big difference between that so yeah Yeah, you need someone who's able to joke about it because if someone's taking it too seriously they also don't really know how to act around it no like I've had people who take yeah who are terrified by the thought of me having a seizure and then I have people where I can be like I hope I don't have a seizure and they laugh yeah exactly and it's like oh well you're gonna make me have a seizure and they're like whoa you know I've had an ex run like with that statement alone or friends run with that statement alone friends now I'm like oh well goddamn, I'm gonna have a seizure today okay and they laugh there's a difference and no it's not funny to have a seizure before someone gets their their butt hurt you know that's not funny that's not what we're saying but um you need to be able to make it lighthearted because otherwise you are going to just drown in your emotions and your sadness like yeah it sucks we know it sucks but do you need to remind yourself every second it sucks no I mean I wouldn't classify it as depression but I definitely like have had times both before I was diagnosed and after where I would just go through periods of time like I don't feel like myself nothing is really making me happy I'm sad this isn't you know Mm -hmm. and especially after that diagnosis before you really know or get to know other people who have it you're stuck in this I'm alone and Mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm doing and I know everyone sees Grace and I talk about epilepsy 24 7 like it's our job it basically is but literally my psychiatrist that I see right now when I was going through depression he was like make an epilepsy page on social media and get it out and I was like no one cares about this stuff they don't care nobody has it hey look at how many of us annoying people we are you know to talk about epilepsy now we're global so yep yeah doctor you are correct thank you I appreciate it but um get it out I know there's not everybody wants to hear about it because you know no offense to people with cancer or something I don't have cancer I don't want to hear about it I can't relate so someone that doesn't have seizures they don't care they don't quite get it you know not saying they don't care that's probably a horrible way to word it but you know what I mean like it doesn't hit as hard as it does with someone who has it even like someone whose kid has it they're not quite going to get it as much as someone that does have it. So it's, it's not that you're not significant. It's that, you know, even though we've been around since ancient times, we got overlooked somehow. I don't know what happened, but. I mean, again, <laughs> last night, Bree and I, you know, people came at us with flashing lights. Thank you, New Tried. Zealand. Crikey. <laughs> Trying to kill us. And you know what Instagram said? It's Okay. Yeah, they they sent me a message and said it's NBD, and I said F you, because, so we went over their head like we always have to, and we're going to take care of it, because I'm sorry, this is getting ridiculous how attempted murder of a specific type of people is not targeting or, you know, whatever. We're probably going to ban this portion of our our podcast, I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Anyway... Um, so according to the American Epilepsy Foundation, you are, the more severe your epilepsy is, the more severe, if you have depression, the more severe it will be, which makes sense. The lower you feel all the time, the more seizures you're having. I mean, if you think about it, if you're stuck, and this has been me, if you're stuck sitting at home with nothing to do, do you feel great? No, not necessarily. I can tell you that right now. This is sound like Grace and I are in a a coast a bicoastal relationship here, but um, ever like right before like 
we got attacked initially at the beginning of this year. I didn't know that many people still. It was just kind of like people that like, like I recognize their handles and stuff. But now it's like her and Angelina, hi, name drop you, and a bunch of other people. Um, I talk to you guys all day long. Like we've hung out all day, every day. And I can just like, you know, code words, say things to you guys like, oh no, S-E. And you're like, oh, status epilepticus. Okay, I get it. You know, it's like we have our own little, I don't know, cult of people. Let's put it that way. It's, it's witches. We're, we're getting to that in a few months. So let's talk about cults. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But um, what was I going to say about it? I totally lost my train of thought. We'll come um, back to what I'm saying. We were talking <laughs> about how when you're sitting around with nothing to do, like the worse your epilepsy is, the worse your depression, the lower you feel, the lower your mood. Oh, yeah. There we go. Thank you. Um, my epilepsy, as you guys have seen from the scar on my head that I've posted, is very severe. So like I said, when it was at that point where I'm like, I'm on my eighth med, nothing is working. It's getting worse, actually. Um, yeah, I spiraled downward because I had been diagnosed for about 10 years where it was trial and error of med and test and diet and exercise and therapy, and it was not working. And um, it just started working. Yeah, they had to crack my head open three times, but you know what? Probably wasn't to crack my head open having a seizure. So let's do it medically. <laughs> oh, wow. So another thing is the stigma and difficulties living with <sighs> epilepsy can lead to depression because, again, you know, you're thinking, this is what people think about me. People, you know, as we've seen, think, oh, you can't go anywhere with flashing lights. So I don't want to invite you to this party. <laughs> Or, um, you yes, know, stigma of like, oh, some people still for some reason think, oh, possession. Again, we'll <laughs> get to that soon. Um, for a that's Halloween a special, episode, special one, it's still like it's mind boggling, yeah. And the fact that the stigma is still around, like, no wonder some people don't want to talk about it. Yeah, and it's like for people that have given Cameron Boyce crap for not speaking up about it while he was alive you know, rest his soul. Um, shut up. Okay. How dare you tell someone to be on the spot about their disability? I'm going to put you on the spot. Go lead a sermon about your epilepsy in front of people. You have no clue who they are and walk out of there and feeling amazing about yourself and then have all these other people making comments about what you should and shouldn't do. Like, you don't owe anybody that, neither did he. Guess what? He might have been depressed going from a healthy teenage 20-year-old to 20-year-old to someone whose life has shifted because his acting career is now impacted by a disability. It's not, just because he's famous doesn't mean he doesn't have a soul, you guys. Like, come on now. So, and people have asked me recently, this is what I think I was going to check, uh, that I lost track of, asked me to put out polls about how many people get into um, funks or mood swings after they have seizures. And if you're having them constantly and you're in a mood, like having moods change all the time after a seizure, you're probably going to think you're depressed or there's I something would say wrong talk with to you. A doctor. Yeah. I, I get emotional. Sometimes I get wired and I get hyper and I want to like, get in really my room. I get post-seizure rage. I like I yell that. at people. I get angry. There are times where I'm like, I don't want to do it. And I'm just like, Oh, I've punched holes in walls. I've called my boyfriend horrible names and accused him of things that 
he's not even anywhere near of. Um, I've told my mom that I hate her. Like there's tons of stuff. And then I come to and I'm like, oh my God, I feel horrible. And then I'm crying because that's, I don't mean any of it. It's just, it comes out and it's yeah, like. Post-seizure us is not regular us. For anyone no. who's ever dealt with post-seizure me, I apologize. Same. Um, You'll probably have to deal with me again. Not going to lie, but sorry. And then seizure medications can contribute to mood changes. Oh my God. So, we all know Keppra for a lot of us. Keppra, Keppra is, is one that a lot of people have trouble with. I've been on Keppra for almost six years. I've known people also that are on it and have had no problems I with it. Didn't, I mean, the only thing it really There's, does is make me tired and take the, away my appetite. It, it made me very tired when I was on it. The one plus side I will say is Keppra was, compared to what I'm on now, the cocktail I'm on now, was number two in seizure control for me. But it was not worth the fact that I was about ready to become a serial killer. Like I was a psychopath on it. So like what Bree said, if you're on a med and it's helping control your seizures, but you feel like crap all the time, talk Get to your off. doctor. Talk to your doctor. Don't just stop your med, obviously. No, 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 no. That can lead to all <laughs> sorts of issues. But you can die. Talk, yeah. But talk to your doctor because they've seen this before. I mean, meds affect people in so many ways. I've had meds that I was on. Like, I literally went through drug withdrawal off coming off of trileptal. Like, mm -hmm. that was affecting me, obviously, in some way that my body was like, what is happening when I was going off of it? Mine and was... My doctor was, was like, it? nope, you are not going back on that. Mine was Ativan. I had been on, because I have nocturnal seizures, and the neurologist I had prior to the ones I have now, was not an epileptologist. So he was going off of, you know, a lot of older practices of epilepsy, which, oh man, um, that's all right. Um, he gave me Ativan to help me sleep through the night because what he knew, which is true, it's right when you're falling asleep, if you're wake up in the middle of the night and right when you're coming out of REM sleep is when you have nocturnal seizures. So we tried to prevent that. I was addicted to it though. Um, and I came off of that and I had violent seizures. I was like, it was like a heroin withdrawal. I can imagine from what I've seen on intervention and stuff. I was shaking. I was green. I was puking. I was sweating, cold sweating. It was nasty. That was nasty. coming off of trileptal in the hospital. Yep. It was nasty. I was like, why do people do drugs? But, um, I remember texting ugh. you, Brie. I was like, um, if I ever mentioned doing drugs, please punch me because <laughs> you I can't never hang. Feel this again. You can't hang. But I cannot no, hang. It was nasty, but like I, we were saying, Kepra works for her, made me a psychotic, I don't even know what the hell I want to call myself. I don't know, if we, a demon, pretty much. And they put me on Briviact, which is a sister drug to Kepra, minus the mood swings for me. And up until about a month ago, I would say, I went seizure free on it. And, um, and I'm not sad about that. I've only, well, a five in a month is a lot, but um, I don't have any of the rage side effects. I, I have my monthly side effects of being a woman, but um, I, I'm not crazy all the time. I, I'm weird. I know you guys know that, but I'm not, you know, yelling at people and trying to bite someone's throat out or something. Like I, I was there with Kep. I'm not lying. I was there. It was bad. But um, the other thing with the, the meds effect, which someone specifically mentioned, which I can relate to, 
it dropping your sex drive like a mf -er. oh my goodness okay so my seizures are in my temporal lobe aka the sex part of your brain so what it does to me is either i really want to hang out with my boyfriend or i don't even want to look at his face okay let's put it that way um so that is a thing that does happen. Unfortunately, I've noticed um, it can Not only make... that, but medications can affect your libido. Yes, that, that's also. So the medication that has to numb that part of my brain has either made it hypersexual or don't even touch me. I don't even want to deal with myself like that either. So that is unfortunately a, a thing that happens. That's why some of the old roman emperors and stuff that had temporal lobe epilepsy were very hypersexual and sex addicts and stuff but um that is something unfortunately i don't know what the heck we can do about um force yourself it feels good i don't know, <laughs> I don't um, know. <laughs> yeah there's it's it's a lot and then of course that affects the way you feel because sometimes you have people who are you know why why aren't you doing anything are you a prude or you have the you know yeah. the, you're a hoe and, exactly uh, and i know i've had some men tell me that, that would, it's again affected. the stigma yes <laughs> of epilepsy that can lead yeah. to mood changes because it is, Yay, it is yeah. more than just seizures epilepsy is 100 percent more than yes and that's why when people say that you know my seizures are gone and then it comes back like my epilepsy was gone and then it came back your epilepsy was never gone your seizures were behaving your brain was in a good mood i hate to be that person like nope but there's no cure for it i'm sorry but and nope. but nope there's no cure for it if this is a pill we're, this is the a pill we're all gonna have to swallow together right now. It is yep. not. There's a curable. reason that they changed the name from anti-epilepsy drug to anti-seizure medication yes. because they are treating seizures at the moment, not the epilepsy itself, because there is no cure for epilepsy. But and they I are working on seizures. What we know about epilepsy in 2020, even coming from ancient times, we barely know anything. So we're just scratching the surface and from what my doctors have told me they don't know a lot about it so basically because i have an obsessive personality with my disability i go when they're prying like what about this what about this what about this they're like you know we really don't have an answer for that and i'm like well great you know <laughs> so so moving along with obsess obsession um anxiety ocd kind of goes along with our number two comorbidity which would be anxiety Oh my gosh. That one is the gut puncher for me. Anxiety, I have had so many issues with. Um, I've had panic I, attacks. I have. Um, yeah, it's really affected me. I mean, there were times where I didn't want to go out when I was having a lot of. I don't think I ever told anybody this, but I was having so many seizures that it would scare me like what if i go somewhere and i don't know what to do i wouldn't go to parties in college because my first thought was okay if i'm under age even if i'm not drinking if i have a seizure and i'm there under age they might not want to call for help if no one knows what to do because they don't want to get in trouble so i would like my anxiety would take over and i would become this 
not saying that you shouldn't take care of yourself because obviously that's important, but I would like get so overwhelmed about what ifs that I wouldn't enjoy life. I'm a what if person with my anxiety. My, 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 um, yep. I've been called a what ifer. A what ifer. A what ifer. I am. That's me because even if I can make myself rationally know that I'm okay, like the irrational part of my brain is still there going, mine takes over. But but what if this happened? The little jackass in the back of my brain that I just want to donkey kick in the face. It's like I go on, the first time I went out of the country was last year, literally a year ago. And it was with my best friend that I've known since we were 15. And they've seen me have seizures. They know I have seizures. But I'm like, oh my God. Thankfully, it's with somebody I know. Like, they're used to this. And I'm like, but but what if I have one and I die? But what if I have one and they, they're scared? But what if, what if, like, all this stupid stuff. I had, I didn't have one this trip. I had one beforehand. And they were like, okay, well, we're just going to take it easy today. It's not a big deal. But my brain can't come to terms with that. It freaks out. I, yep. And a lot of my what ifs aren't, I mean, a lot of them are epilepsy related, but a lot of them are just stupid. Yeah. Like I was in the hospital and I remember laying there and it was, you know, I got the COVID test. I got this. And I'm like, but what if I have a heart attack? Like, I don't know where that came from. And then my brain would be like, but you're in the bed, you're in the hospital. If something goes wrong, you're in the best place for something to go wrong. And I'm like, yeah, but what if they don't know what they're doing? What if this happens? What and I'm like, what if they miss it? What if they're checking somebody else? Yep. What if blah blah blah? Oh my god, I know it's a mess, and it's mine is the numero uno trigger for me. Mine is stress yep. slash slash anxiety, and I don't even know if it's necessarily stress because I don't stress out. I go to straight irrational psychosis mode. <laughs> so I stress I, about something. I'll write it. I used to in college. I would write papers. And I'd like, no, I wrote everything from scratch. And I'm like, but what if I used something that was used in a paper by someone like eight years ago and it comes up and then I'm caught for like plagiarism or I didn't cite it right. And I would sit there and I'm like, what if I fail this class that I can't fail out of the program and then I don't grab, it's like all of these things that would be like minor things that my brain is like, oh, something to worry about. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like right now I'm seriously, uh, we're recording this and I asked my boyfriend a question this morning about his freaking surgery and he hasn't read it yet i'm have his text message open i'm like read it because i'm freaking out and i know he's mm-hmm. fine he's probably asleep or ignoring me because i'm being irrational like i tell him to do but <laughs> so i'm like i'll text him like nine times and he'll be like sorry for being annoying yep that's me too and he's like why are you apologizing and i have and friends he- who not make fun of it but like someone that i know literally will be like you know i and we need to talk. And that's what they sent me. And I was like, good or bad? And they go, we don't. I just wanted to like joke with you. And I was like, you're going to send me into a seizure, you ass. Yep. (laughs) Basically, I was like, you're going to give me a seizure. Um, And like, not that they, they mean it in a joking way. And I'm like, not holding it against them. Because when I look back, I'm like, oh, I guess that's kind of funny. But like, in that moment, I'm like, and I call it the cycle of ugh, because you get like, you know, anxiety triggers stress, which triggers a seizure, which then triggers more anxiety and triggers stress. And it's, it's, mm-hmm. 
cycle. And it's, um, it's like, I don't even, I, like you said, I don't hold it against people. Cause it's like, if my friend was afraid of a clown, I'd put a clown mask on my face and go scare them type of thing. So it's kind of like that, but, um, oops. And I mean, if I scare someone enough, they could probably I mean, that's seizure. a good way for someone to get my attention. If I'm not answering, they'll be like, we need to talk. And I'll be like, wait, what? Right. <laughs> I know. Or it's like, or people will ask me if I had a seizure and like, I haven't. So I'm like, oh crap, I have to answer because I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Yep. But, um, so most people, when we asked, um, have anxiety about when or where they will have seizures. Um, yes. This has happened to me. I would say. I've had them all over the damn place. Part of what I think <laughs> bothers me so much is that I was dating someone for a while and I was having seizures constantly. Um, at this time, I was on meds that gave me really bad insomnia. So I wasn't sleeping. I was in college. I wasn't living at home. And I wasn't sleeping well where I was living. I was stressed out a little bit where I was living. And they broke up with me for being boring. Because I didn't want to do anything. What because a sweetheart. Felt, yeah. Great, great guy. Um, Similar so like, to me. It's like the person, you know, the people that I talk to that are nice now, I'm almost wary. I'm like, okay, so when, when is the reality of what I have going to hit them? Mm-hmm. When are they going to get, you know, bothered by the fact that I'm tired today and don't want to do anything? Mm-hmm. When Same is, with. It's like, it's yep. always in the back of my head. Like something that I can't control is going to scare this person off. Mm-hmm. And it has have- for a couple people. For me. Uh, yep. I have um, vaginismus because of my anxiety and seizures and probably a lot of other things. And I probably um, do too. So don't feel bad. Yeah. So <laughs> like a big thing is like, you know, first talking to people like, oh, by the way, I can't have sex. And, you know, half the time their response is, oh, and then I never hear from them again. And then you find someone who's like, I'm okay with it. And it's like, but are you sure? Like, and then it's almost me reassuring myself by asking them, like, are you sure? Is this okay? Yeah. Like, there are things, and it's always eating at me. So not only that, but then you have the, Excuse me. where is a seizure going to happen? Yeah. Will I be with someone who knows what to do? Like, yeah. you know. And I've had them everywhere. I've had them um, in another country. I've had them in the middle of the ocean. I saw, like, a freaking doctor. I had a seizure right in now. Italy, yep. I saw like a Dr. Seuss book on a plane, on a boat, on a train, like Jesus. Um, um, Gosh, I've had them in a tattoo shop. I've had them at the DMV. I've had them in a car. It's like, they're just going to happen. So like I tell people, it's like you being anxious about it. You're just holding yourself back from doing things like, no, you probably shouldn't fly a plane. No, you probably shouldn't drive a car, you know, like type of thing. But um, it doesn't mean you can't. At the same time you need to live your life. Like, I'm not going to exactly. go out and drive because I'm not an idiot. Yeah, and, I and mean, I don't for those that hurt. can drive, you're not an idiot. Right. It's just like People like, I know that I can't. cannot drive. Um, so if you're being that, so, you're an idiot. Um. <laughs> so I'm not going to go out and be like, oh, I'm going to drive today because I feel like, no. I'm adventurous. But adventurous for me might be, okay, I'm going to go to this place I haven't gone before with someone who, you know, I know, I kind of know, but I'm going to, you know, prepare them like in my bag, I have what to do if I have a seizure. Mm -hmm. Here are my, here's how to 
access my emergency contacts. All of this information, I lay it out there and then I go and live my life. Yeah, um, it is what it is type of thing. It's like, you're going to have them if you're going to have them that day. If you're doing something to trigger them, you might think like, you might be kind of a dunce, but again, like, as far as like, you know, the stigma, I don't drink really because of my epilepsy. I if I drink. drink, it's like one beer, maybe. Um, she's more of an alcoholic than I am. <laughs> an alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> One beer every three months. So look at me go. 12-step <laughs> program. Oh. <laughs> um, but, you know, and I'll make sure I'm with someone who knows what to do. Like, almost every time that I've drank, I'm with someone who knows what to do. I've been with my really good friend who literally was like, you need to stop. I'm giving you water. Like, you know, mm-hmm. so being with people who know what to do and aren't afraid to deal with a seizure if one happens. And um, the only way they'll know how to deal with it is, is if, if you don't hide it that you have yeah. them. So, like, my friends all know, I mean, obviously, I'm very public about my epilepsy, my brain surgery, but, like, I'm not, that's usually the one of the first things I tell people if they're, like, want to hang out. I'm like, you want to take care of a seizure if I have one? And if they say no, then I'm like, then no, because I'm not gonna, you know, it's not worth spending $20. Well, it's not worth spending $20 to go to the damn movies anyways, but um, to go to the movies, to hang out with someone for an hour, to have a seizure and have brain damage for the rest of my life, like not worth it. I'm sorry. My brain's worth more to me than, you know, being frustrated that I can't go out of the house today. I know it sucks, but it's like, you know, no one's getting out of the house in 2020, so get over it. Um. <laughs> People are finally being like, I remember when all this started, and I remember, like, I made a Facebook post. I was like, for everyone annoyed that they can't just leave mm-hmm. the house, welcome to my life. Mm-hmm. And now, almost a year later, they're ready to rip their hair out. And I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. add nine <laughs> years to that, you know? It's like, but you know what? Now they're like, oh, well, I found a ton of stuff to do. I'm like, no, I see how you do this all the time. I'm like, yeah, it's not that fun. But not many high demands on me. I'm not going to lie. So, um, so again, it's <sighs> like preparing best you can about when and where you'll have seizures. I think having um, like a note card with instructions, having your medical ID set up on your phone and wearing a bracelet. Like I have one that's mm-hmm. pretty dainty. You don't necessarily know what it is unless you flip it over. Like an EMT would know what it is, but it's not just there. Like I have Apple, like. Epilepsy. mine is mine's bright ass purple and it's like i have epilepsy so yeah um so you could like there are different things to choose but just be smart about it and having dumb. having those really has helped my anxiety like i'll go out and do things i make sure i'm the people that i'm with know what to do if i have a seizure um yep i make sure that you know i double check and make sure everything in my medical id is up to date um, I have one in my make phone, sure that, one on my wrist, yep. one on my wallet, one in my phone. If they get into my phone, one's the ICE contact. Usually, I, I don't really like new people anyway, so they already know what to do. So we're good. But yeah, I, I make sure they I, know. I let my mom know where I'm going. I say I'm yep. going here. Um, in case yep, you I, don't hear from me, I you know, Mm-hmm. I try to respond pretty quickly because I know people are worried. Like I've had times where I was doing something and I got a couple texts and then the next one I got was, are you okay? Yep. 
It's like, yeah, sorry, I was doing this. If no one's home when I need to shower, I know shower is a scary place sometimes for people. I don't shower when I'm home alone. I don't either. If I have to, then I will call like my boyfriend or my friend. I'll be like, listen to me while I shower. If you hear something that doesn't sound normal, just call 911. Yeah. Just something like that. You know, it's like, there's, there's times where you have to adapt to being home alone. I don't, I'm rarely, rarely home alone, but I use the, um, I use the oven. I don't use the stove, but if I'm home alone, because it's so second nature to grab an oven mitt for me, and I've done it during seizures before I use the oven. I don't use the stove because things can burst into flames and seizure grace will be like, uh, I use the stove if people are home. I use usually sometimes in the same room. Yeah. I, I, I like having a babysitter. I like having a babysitter. Just I'm clumsy anyway by nature. I don't know if I mean I'm sure that adds to epilepsy, but I'm just derp. I yep. fall over my own shadow. So you know, um, panic attacks and then being confused with seizures sometimes. So when I was in the EMU was when I had my first panic attack, and I pressed the seizure button because I thought sometimes you know you get tingly, you get this. Sometimes that happens with seizures, and I remember telling the nurse I was like. I think I'm starting to have a seizure, but I'm having trouble breathing and this and this. And she looks at me and she goes, do you have anxiety? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, you're having a panic attack. You're not having a seizure. Mm-hmm. And she like did deep breathing with me. She did all of these things, but it was like, I thought I was going into a seizure. No panic attack. I had that happen one time. I was home alone. It was a while ago. And I started getting all tingly and like, and rapid breathing and sweating and freaking out. And I laid on my back and I was like, I was like, oh my God, I might be having one of the first seizures that I'm aware of because I've never had an aware seizure. And then I was like, okay, just try to breathe. And then I like somehow, because I can't talk myself out of anything, not even like to go kill a spider. Um, (laughs) Oh my God. I was like, okay, breathe breathe you're not dying you're not dying and then I was like okay you're fine I have no idea it'll probably never happen again but thank whatever the universe I called my mom and I was like mom I'm having a panic attack and she was like with a friend but she took the time she pulled up like um some she told me to go on YouTube because I have my laptop with me because what else are you going to do in the EMU and I pulled up like (laughs) not sleep like music and this guy like telling you how to breathe and we did deep breathing and she was like you know you're okay with where you are and I ended up because I part of it was that when you're in the EMU you cannot leave that bed without someone in there so I was stuck in a bed for at that point it was seven days (laughs) um with no visitors because of everything going on and so it got to the point where I literally hit the call button I was like can I move to the chair like I think I just need to get out of this bed. And pretty much as soon as I moved into the sunlight, into the chair, out of the bed, I started getting better. Mm -hmm. Um, And then what bothered me was that they wanted to take my vitals, but I knew my blood pressure and my heart rate were sky high. And I was like, I don't want to be put on something knowing something's wrong. So then it was like, can we wait a little bit, just a little bit longer? Like, I know I can bring this down. When they ended up taking it, it was like an hour later and it was still like, I don't know, my blood pressure was still ridiculously high, but my nurse was like, I know you were in a panic attack, so I'm not worried. Like, it's been fine every other day. Yeah, and mine, what was one I've had, um, 
Oh, another, not a panic attack, but another thing that I popped into my head, you know, epilepsy, I'll forget it. Um, I check out when I'm not in a good mood. I just stare and like zone out and ignore people and people think I'm having a seizure. So I do that a lot. Like if I'm not in the mood to deal with you, I just like, uh, there's no possible way I can show you visual because it's just audio, but literally just like disinterested and pissed off like the emoji, like, okay, whatever. And I've had many people, yeah, ask me, be like, are you okay? And I'm like, shh, la, 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 la. I can't even pretend like I wasn't listening anymore. So, yeah. whoops. But yeah, that's, that's another thing. We get, um, we get a lot of things mistaken. You know, it's tough because we can't have moods or people think <laughs> we're. The big, uh, the last big one with anxiety is anxiety as a reaction to being diagnosed with epilepsy. A lot of us, yes. when we're diagnosed, we don't know anybody else who has it. Um, at least we don't think we know other people. Yeah. Um, again, this is how talking about it helps because you can say, I have epilepsy, and then three people you know will be like, oh, I know so-and-so, or oh, I have it. Yeah. Like, um, literally, I went to my tattoo artist's birthday the other day, and a tattoo artist, another one I've known for, I don't know, five years now, he's known me and then he's like oh you have epilepsy i was like yeah and he was like oh my mom has epilepsy and then he starts going on and on and on and on and on and i'm like okay it's literally within a step of me everywhere i go so yep. yeah um, not to cut what, you off one in 26 people are diagnosed in the u.s at least um so you are definitely not alone i think you it's know. one in 25 in australia so like it's it's really common everywhere um, so yeah, you know someone who has it, even if you don't think you do. Sometimes, and or you'll know hard, someone that sometimes will. it's just as easy as opening your mouth and saying, "I have this." And yes, and and I understand this is going to go into the mental health aspect of embracing the term epileptic. I think this is something that people struggle with. Um, epileptic is not a bad word, so it is an adjective. That would be like, I'm dramatic when I am full of drama. So I am full of epilepsy. I am epileptic. It's not I'm, saying you are epilepsy or you are just no. a person I know, with epilepsy. I know it's not maybe a term I, which I under, don't quite understand why it ruffles some feathers, to be honest with you. Um, that's just like someone being mad for saying that they're autistic, like, they have autism, you know, it's very strange, but anywho, um, I feel like that's just a term. If, if someone's calling you an epileptic POS or something like that, that's rude. That's different. Okay. But you know, it, it's, it's, a, it's an adjective. It's not a defining moment, but you know, once you just kind of take, even still when people call me stuff like that, I'm like, okay, you know, like I've, I've like, you're not wrong. I have me. epilepsy. Yeah, and I was like, but I'm not a piece of crap, but thank you. Like, half right. I have epilepsy. Yeah, so it's like, you know, it's really one of those things now where it's, it's 2020. People get offended by everything. I'm not saying the people that get offended by, you know, the term epileptic. You just kind of need to roll with what people throw at you, to be honest. It's not going to get any better. Um, yeah, so I would say talking about it has just, I mean, even just starting my page. My page started less than a year ago. But my anxiety has gotten better. My moods have gotten better. Just being able to talk to people who understand. And it all started because I opened my mouth and I wasn't afraid to say, hey, I have mm -hmm. this. And I wasn't 
ecstatic about talking about it because I'm like I said no I'm like no one gives a crap about this This is just weird seizures that you know tons of people have already started walking out of my life because of anyway but no I don't know why you guys like me so much it works but thank you (laughs) Um, my page is huge right now and like I did not expect even like 50 people to tag along so it's kind of crazy but like the more we talk about it, like we keep saying, the more it'll get out there because everyone's case is different. So I can't speak on behalf of everybody. I can speak in generalized terms and what I've gone through. And chances are someone's going to blow the stigma out of the water, have it way different than me. I don't want to say worse or better because that's not the truth. Epilepsy sucks in general. But the more you talk about it, the easier, the easier it gets to talk about it the more you talk about it, it i mean at just, first it was kind of like a quiet for me like oh i have epilepsy and now i'm like yeah i have epilepsy yeah okay. it's basically I'm like, now okay, it's one like, of the first things that i tell people as like you know the the fun facts i'm like oh i have epilepsy and it's like or it's like i incorporate it in every freaking conversation my poor friends that are like history nerds i'm like oh, did you know that blah 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 in history yep. with epilepsy and they're like oh geez i open i'm like no 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 you get to tell me about warhammer I'm going to tell you about epilepsy. Okay. I'm going to tell you about Julia's seizure. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Julia's seizure. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, there's, and with that being said, there's a lot of cool ass people in history that have had epilepsy. So I'm not upset about this diagnosis, to be honest with you. There's been some cool people. Just everything with anxiety and depression. It's about surrounding yourself with people who are good for you we've all been in a place where we had people not good for us in our lives and 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 we've stuck around because we felt obliged to stick around or like there's something wrong with you when it's not the case at all if someone is so into themselves that being around someone who has a diagnosis like epilepsy isn't good for them you don't need them in your life no you know, if they I, make everything a competition, if they make everything you try to feel bad about what you can't do, screw them. Like, not literally. Like, literally, like, get rid of them. You know, like, I don't, you don't need them around. I've had to cut a ton of people out of my life. It's hurt like hell. Some of them have been in my life for almost 20 years. But after a while, I was like, you know what? this is not healthy for me. It is actually making my already not easy life with epilepsy even worse. So it hurts, but you know what? It hurts having them around when you go back through and think about what you put up with. You're like, why did I tolerate that? Why? It's all about finding your people. And there are people out there who are willing to talk and listen. I mean, look at Bree and I, we literally live across the country we spend almost every day talking all day because we get it. Like, I know her mother. She knows my mother and brother and sister. <laughs> it's like, okay. I don't know how this happened thanks to the other, you know, psycho people for earlier this year. But, it, you know, I haven't found more than, like, two or three people in the city that I live nowadays that I want to spend time with and tell them about what's going on. Like, it's just, or even that's, the side of the country. I mean, <sighs> that's the internet. I mean, that's like the beauty of the internet is you can find and connect with people. Yes, some people suck. 
but we yeah. can't do anything about that except report except they're 14 and their parents should have smacked them around a bit when they're growing up and they failed to do so so that's what happened but you know what we can hope it doesn't happen because people still don't get epilepsy it's apparent i get tons of stupid comments and messages and you know we it's kind of our job to talk about it because our doctors are only there to treat it not live it so you know all right do you have any more advice for anyone as far um, as mental health don't be afraid to get treatment even if it's called a psychiatrist a psychologist they put you on meds you know uh, it, it's and get the right one i've had therapists that i didn't click with and it took me a while and the psychiatrist I have right now is great someone when you're talking sorry i didn't mean to cut you off no that's okay but i was there. especially <laughs> someone when you're talking about how you are feeling if you don't click with them that doesn't work like i remember even when i was looking for a therapist i remember like even just calling and getting someone's voicemail and like just the tone in their voice on the voicemail, I was like, I'm not going to click with this person. Mm -hmm. For some reason, with the stuff I've gone through with my exes and my epilepsy, I tend to click better with men therapists. I don't know why. It's because it's more relaxed that I've experienced. See, for me, I'm better with women because I've yeah. always just found it easier to talk to women. I don't And know. yeah, it has, I mean, granted, I have a gay guy right now. He's bordering but you know um <laughs> he's very feminine but it's like i the ones before were all female and i could not get through to them or the and vice versa i was just kind of like i don't want to go this week you know and like this and one i'm like yay it shouldn't be like that it should be <laughs> yeah to help you um so like talk to your doctor if you are feeling like things are off you're not going to be the first person ever with epilepsy to say to your doctor, look, my moods are off. Look, I feel depressed. Look, I have really bad anxiety. Your doctor will have seen it before because obviously- and if they haven't, get a new doctor. <laughs> obviously <laughs> it's common and obviously a lot of us- Yeah, it's like it. an anxiety. I didn't know what anxiety was. And like, since I was a kid, I've picked the crap out of my fingers, the skin around my fingers. I've picked my nails. And then my, my lips said, have been cracked for mm -hmm. a really long time because I bite my lips. Mm -hmm. And my doctor's like, oh, so you're anxious. Excuse my dog. I was like, oh, so you're anxious. We should put you on something for it. You know, and I'm like, uh, am I? <laughs> you know, <laughs> am I though? Like, yeah, I was like, I am. And then they diagnosed it and it's much better. But yeah, you, there's also want to say there's tons of different ways to get treatment. Like some take the religious approach, some take the exercise approach, some take the, do what works for you. Yeah, do what works for you. I've had a I've tried multiple types of therapy, and I was like, I don't like this crap. I'm not into it. So I found the one I can joke with, and he has me watch movies and stuff like that. So you know all that stuff. That's that's what it is that's all i want to say just don't if you don't like one therapist don't think they're all crappy because that's not it all yeah. right, i think that that is it yeah and just talk to literally just talk about it that's all i need to say just talk about it yeah i mean it can be hard to talk about but it it's helps. not comfortable but things that help you progress in life usually are uncomfortable i'm not gonna lie so there you go yep
Mm-hmm. All right, I think that is it. Thank you for sending in all your questions, thoughts, comments. If we didn't address it directly, I apologize. We have epilepsy memory, but we tried to do as much as we could. All right, so um, hope you have a good October. We are heading into epilepsy month, so please let us know if we get any more trolls on the internet. They seem to love us in November, okay? All right, <laughs> hopefully see you sooner than a month. And I think that is it. Thanks for listening to this long-winded one, but it needed to get out there, right? Yeah. All right, see you guys next time. <laughs>